What is up, guys? We are back with another episode of Mainly Celtics. This is it was a pretty light week for the Celtics. Pretty busy week overall, though, just in terms of uh, action in sports. We had NFL free agency, um, MLB free agency. We also or ML, yeah, MLB free agency. We have the NBA uh, kind of coming to a close, and of course, we have March Madness, which is always king during this time. But um, did you see the MLB reach the tentative agreement? In that time, or did we talk about that last week? That was last week. I think we talked about they're they're coming back to play. Um, uh, my but bracket, yeah, we could talk uh, about my bracket has life. Um, Kentucky was in my final four, so St. Peter's. Yeah, I've been um, winning it all in one. Yeah, so that was tough. Uh, Tennessee but... winning the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, so. I saw I have one bracket where I'm in, where I've where I made like 25 out of 32 picks. I was in like the 90th percentile. I just have no chance of winning because both my final teams are out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Houston. There's that. Obviously, St. Peter's. Yeah, they've made a kind of they they've made a run. They won again today, didn't they? Yeah, they smoked up on Illinois. So, um, and then I got Texas yeah. Tech winning it all, and in that bracket, I'm the only one with them. So, bit of a long shot, but I'd be the only one to get the points if it happens. Um, yeah, so obviously the big, the big upsets there, the, I think the biggest one was obviously St. Peter's over Kentucky, which is, have you seen their gym? I haven't. Like St. Peter's or, home. Oh, it where people were packed cheering? No, it's like, it literally looks like a high school gym. Like it's tiny. Oh, really? And like the, the bleachers are literally like the old, like middle school looking bleachers. Yeah. They're pretty like, small. Like just school. wooden bleachers. Yeah. It's cool. To see. They're out of like New York. Yeah, it was New York and New Jersey, is that what somewhere in there. Yeah, but you know they've been obviously the Cinderella darlings. They once again they beat uh, Murray State yesterday after beating Kentucky. Um, yeah, a few the days coach ago. had a pretty so um, a pretty epic interview. They asked if like basically just asked if how they prepared for like Murray State to be tough and out physical them. And he was like, we're from New York and New Jersey. Like, we're the ones that people get scared of being physical. It was pretty badass. Yeah, we're not, it's like we're not going to get intimidated by anyone. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they've obviously been kind of the, the surprise team that made it to the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed. That's always a surprise. Um, Michigan's so March Madness. And... Yeah, that's stupid. I knew that was going to happen. I was like, they, they're a team that was like probably shouldn't have got in. And I knew as soon as I got in, I was like, this team's going to make a run that – that it probably shouldn't have. Like they shouldn't have made it. So for sure they're gonna win games that they shouldn't have won. But and one of them was over my Tennessee volunteers. And then of course I, UNC really upsetting true. Baylor was a big one. Yeah, I thought I had that one, but I wound up not. I, I could have sworn uh, I picked me too. Uh, UNC. That's funny that you say that because me too. I just felt that just felt like an upset. Yeah, because Baylor obviously is coming off last year where they won. It seems like they were kind of setting up for a letdown. It's hard to kind of have two long runs back to back years. That was a crazy game, though. Um, Manic got ejected kind of on a soft, like, call. They called a flagrant two on, like, an elbow to the face, boxing out. And that's when they were up 25. And then that went to overtime. So that was pretty crazy. Like, UNC almost. Yeah, I know. Baylor State. Yeah, that would have been bad. Um, So that's our March, March Madness update. Uh, I know you probably don't. You're not following baseball too too much, but the Red Sox did sign uh, Trevor Story to a six year, 140 million dollar deal. 
I don't know all the details of that contract, but it's looking like he's probably, I'm going to guess he's going to move over to second. I don't know, either him or Bogey, one of those two is probably going to move. Maybe he's been with the Rockies, right? Like he's older now, but yes. he's like a big name, right? Yeah. He's he's 29, so he's not or oh, okay. 20. Yeah, he's 29, but he just turned 29. So he's a pretty big pickup then. I'm surprised I didn't see Yeah, that. like no, he's he's up the middle. Like we have two of the better probably power hitting middle infielders. Like Trevor I know, Story, I know, obviously played gone a few years now, but I remember Story and Arnado ripping it up a few years ago. They were like all they had. Yeah. Yeah, I think a couple of years ago he had like 48 home runs. Last year he had 38. Um, they obviously play in Colorado, but now he's moving to a place in Boston where he's going to be able to hit some bombs over the wall. I don't. I, don't, I think he's still going to be a guy that can put up 30 plus home runs. Um, sweet. So baseball, NFL. I, I'm not really. I know Chargers made a bunch of moves. The AFC West seems like it's gotten a lot better altogether. Some stuff happened. Uh, Devonte Adams to the Raiders. Deshaun Watson to the Browns. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. It was yeah. actually like I'm saying the AFC West because <laughs> I know the Chiefs also got Juju, which like helps yep. them because like they have a lot of guys that can take the top off, but they don't really have a lot of guys for the underneath stuff. Um, I know the Chargers made a ton of moves, and like you said, the Broncos acquired uh, Russell Wilson. The Raiders are getting Devonta Adams. Like the AFC West is gonna be a bloodbath. Like even after all those moves, like I don't, I think the Raiders are probably at best the third best team. Yeah, it really is. I'm I'm excited to watch a lot of those new teams. Um, I'm curious to see what sort of uh, suspension or punishment that Deshaun Watson gets from the league because, to my understanding, they still haven't made a, a statement. Yeah. It would be very surprising with how many, uh, like, cases were filed against him that he just gets away, like, with nothing. Seems like there has to be some legitimacy to it, and some sort of punishment will come from it. I know they, I believe it's the criminal charges. He pled the fifth, and he doesn't have, he reached out. I don't know exactly all the details, but I'd be surprised yeah, if he gets one, away with it. Because it's just like if he did it, he's a piece of shit. But if he didn't, and they're trying to get attention, then, it, you know, it's black. But I mean, that's a lot of people, though. It's like, yep. If like there, yeah, like that's a lot to, to be like, oh, well, like if they're all in on it, but. It's one thing it's a couple people, but if it's all the cases, right? I believe it was all the criminal ones, but I mean, a lot of that could be like he said, she said. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly if it's like the civil stuff they've done and then you do the criminal or vice versa. So um, we have to wait and see on that. I think either way, it'll probably serve some sort of punishment unless he is just exonerated of like everything, but I'm no no legal expert. Um, Okay, so we covered all the other major sports. Big now onto the Celtics. Series, we had a yeah. Pretty, yeah, we had a pretty big week. I mean, we are we were able to recap the Dallas game last week. So this week we only had two games. We obviously have Denver tonight. Um, last night, by the time you're probably listening to this, and it was a pretty pretty big week. We had two. I, I believe they're fairly fairly big wins, right? Yep. I mean, the Warriors, the Warriors game was, thir- was it thirty points? Uh, twenty two. We ended up winning by, but. It's like, it was pretty. Both were pretty large margins of victory, though. Yeah. Um, obviously, the um, Warriors game was a little. Tatum and Brown with twenty six of Paul, uh, Marcus with twenty. They looked awesome. Um, I was curious to ask you, Steve Kerr made those comments to Marcus about not diving at the ball. It, like Steph rolled his ankle. 
I tried to be unbiased, but I really just thought it was a hustle play. I thought Steve Kerr was in the wrong. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that one's tough. I was going to ask you about it, but you put you put it on me. I don't know. I feel like I think it's something Mark Smart does a lot, and very rarely do I feel like it, it results in like an injury. I think it just so happened that it was one. It results in injury, and two, it's to obviously like probably the second biggest name in the league. So it definitely looks worse than it is. And I think some people can have opinions on it. a lot of people. I think, think of Marcus smart as like more of a pest and someone that um, I'm sure outside of Boston, he's not thought of very fondly. He probably does have a little bit of a rep for being a, like a flopper and maybe, maybe even a little bit of a dirty player. I don't, I don't obviously see that from our perspective, but it seemed like a play he does a million times and mm-hmm. nothing usually like nothing, like no injury usually comes of it. It just so happened this time he just did it, and it was also Steph Curry, so it was getting a lot of attention. Um, yeah. Another I mean, thing outside of the game, you see. No, continue. Yeah, continue what you're gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say there's a reason the C's are six and one in their last seven at the Oracle, and it's because they pressure the guards. Like Marcus plays hard. It's like you said. He does that play a hundred times. It happens to be an injury, but I just really didn't like the narrative that like Marcus was trying to hurt them. Like if you want to argue that the type of play, you know, is bad on one of the hypest players, sure. But I really hated seeing that. It's just a hustle yeah. play. Um, something else that came out this week, not necessarily. We can kind of talk about the Kings game after. Um, a certain someone, I'm not going to name names because I can't stand this guy and I have him blocked and muted on basically everything. It came to me basically through like other news outlets talking about it, but a certain uh, reporter was saying that Jason Tatum is the 17th best player in the NBA. He says he's not even close to top 10. He's probably, he's like, he's probably top 20. He's unequivocally not top 10, which is just like, I just think that's a little ridiculous. And I know a lot of places have gone through the list. I think a lot of people have him probably outside the top 10. But I think 17th was a little bit like he had he had this year's Dame ahead of him. He has Donovan Mitchell ahead of him. He had a couple like Paul George. He had a couple other guys that were a little bit. Yeah, I know. I mean, and, and I'm pulling that list up because there were a bunch I didn't agree with. I mean, Kawhi is like a tough one to say, but even like Morant's arguable. CP3, PG, Butler, no. Mitchell, yeah, it's like CP3 is a weird one because like you. AD. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's there's some obvious ones like yeah, like like Anthony Davis this year has not been nearly as good as Jason Tatum. Like there's a reason Anthony Davis didn't make the All-Star game. And Jason Tatum did. Like it's just he he's not been very good this year. You have guys like Dame, like even Dame's been injured almost his entire year. He's only getting older. Um when he has played, he didn't look nearly as good as what Jason Tatum's looked, especially in these past few weeks. So I just thought it was a stupid list. And once again, it was just a guy that I I, I literally, like I said, I haven't blocked and muted on like all social medias because I just, he, he just constantly has like the worst takes of basketball. Agreed on that one. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't want to pay him. I don't want to give him any clicks. I don't want to give him any reactions. <laughs> it's just like, I just, I just mute people like that. People that just, just basically talk out of their ass for a living. Um, to follow. So then, yeah. Did you have it pulled up or did you just kind of, as, kind of all you want to say with some of the yeah games, i mean so. that was it. there's just obviously six or seven guys that he was better than and then three or four that you could argue either way like i can see the argument for jimmy butler like they're number one seed he's the best player on that team he's a great passer he's a great defender 
Um, he can't shoot to save his life, but he's still like a pretty good finisher and still is able to score points pretty effectively. Um, he constantly contributes to winning basketball. So I could like see it from guys like that. I could see it from maybe like, I don't know. I think Paul George is like basically like a very similar player to Tatum. I just think Jason Tatum is younger and I think he's coming into more of his own this season. I haven't really looked at Paul George's numbers. It's kind of tough to tell, but um, he's been hurt just a lot. based off what I've yeah, he's obviously injured a lot. And that's kind of hard to judge. Like you were saying, like right now, it's like, well, a lot of these guys have been banged up all year. How is that really fair to judge? Like, I think Kawhi's better, but you don't know. I don't know. Kawhi's had a pretty long injury history. <laughs> like, right. he could just this could just be like him starting to break down, deteriorate. But um, so looking at the no, Kings game know, now, that one did get up to 30, or I think it ended up being 29. But they looked awesome in that game um, to 30 for both the Jays. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I don't know. Those are just, they took care of business this week. I really think that we have obviously a tough matchup um, today, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, last time we played the Nuggets, I like how Rob made things difficult for Jokic. Obviously he's such a great player that he's still going to put the numbers up, but I think Rob can give him a different look. It's gonna to have to be team defense. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna see Al. There's a lot of Al on, a lot of Al on uh, Jokic. This I think I th- and we're kind of gonna talk about it with the things. It seems like Jokic, no matter what, like he's going to uh, put up his put up his rebounds against us. It seems like he's gonna be able to crash the glass because we're actually not gonna have the physical, the big body guys to kind of stop him. Um, last time I think we did a very good job defending him as far as like shooting the ball and like scoring, but yeah, I think he, I think last game he still came away with like some some crazy number of rebounds. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this we're I think we only have I believe I looked today I think we have eleven games left in the season. Yeah, so we moved up a standing too, up to fourth. Um, I believe we're a game out of third and a game and a half out of second. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how it breaks see. out. No, we're just a I kind of like where we are now, though. Like, honestly, like, I'd probably rather wind up against the Bulls than against, like, obviously, town. I think Cleveland's the easiest matchup. But I think probably the Bulls out of but the teams that are, like, possible. Of... I think... Yeah, Heat but... instead of Bucks. Or or what's tough about the two seed is, Nets like, if we come up to the two seed, like, we always have that. We have the Nets that could be. A possibility that we run into, it's and like the, that, they're a dangerous team. Like, as long so as I'd probably rather say that stay in that four spot and have the home court the first series. Bulls will be tough, but if we can get by them, you're probably right that it's an easier road. Yeah, I mean the Heat are obviously a really good team. I think those games are going to be absolutely brutal to watch. They're going to be games that are won like seventy eight to seventy four. Um, like just old school, like early two thousands basketball. Cause you have two, two defensive teams that don't really score a ton of points. Um, but I, I think, I think that'll probably be our best, our best. Obviously if somehow Cleveland, we can match up against Cleveland as like a three, six, I'd love that. Um, but I, and you can't really play too far ahead with matchups. I kind of want just like the best first round matchup, which I think is, probably initially right now it's Cleveland, but they're sliding and Toronto is kind of rising. So Toronto might slide into that team. 
um, slide into that six seed. And I feel like Toronto is always very frisky. They are. Um, I was gonna they're say, gonna have all the one. Yeah, they're gonna probably have all the guys healthy at that point. And there's a team that's not. It's not gonna be an easy series. I can already tell. So if we can't get, um, if we can't get Cleveland, I'd probably rather have um, Chicago just for the fact that I think that stat's been thrown out there against like team, top five seeds or something like that. They have like a two and eighteen record or something like horrible like that. So. And I think we've shown that we can we kind of figure out the game plan to beating the Bulls is you basically just attack um, Vucevic and rolls over and over again because just make him move his feet, get him on the perimeter as much as we can. I think that's the kind of key success against the Bulls, just really take advantage of having that kind of big lumbering center and hoping that guys like De- – hoping a guy like DeRozan, a guy who typically doesn't show up um, very much in the playoffs, um, can maybe can yeah. kind of have – a couple of games yeah just kind of do what because i mean he's kind of got that rep at this point of just not being a guy that shows up in big games i think it was last year two years ago with the spurs he just absolutely laid like a like a absolute duck during the uh playing game so so i got i, I feel pretty confident if we have to match yeah um so looking back at march madness i have a couple plays i like um this is the late game, but I really like TCU to cover nine and a half against Zona. I think that's going to actually come down to the wire. It's a TCU Zona. Who's that team? In? A TCU Zona. Yeah. So plus nine and a half. Yeah, I didn't. I don't really love. I don't really love Arizona. Like, who's the who's their big guy? They have a they have a a very long team. They have a bunch of boring guys. Um, let me look it up. I don't know a ton about. I don't know their names, but I've watched them. I feel like they didn't have like one guy I've really heard about, talked about a lot. I don't know, maybe I'm missing because I don't noble. watch a lot of college basketball. Pac-12 isn't the toughest but, conference. Yeah, I also feel like Arizona always like underachieves in the postseason too. So I think I had them going out in like the Sweet 16. Um, then Michigan State Duke will be good. If I had to guess, I would say Duke wins. Michigan State covers yeah. the six and a half. I'm, I'm hoping Michigan State wins. I had Michigan State winning. Excuse me, Michigan State covers. It's a good call. I mean, I think it should be a close game. Um, um, and then Wisconsin. I really i am not super hot on Wisconsin, but they had one of the easiest paths. And this game's in Milwaukee against Iowa State. So I really do think they'll win and cover four. Um, but then I think they're going to get bounced next round. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I did have Iowa State winning. I think Iowa State was the team I thought was going to make like a, a deep run as like a low seed. Um, Good call. I liked Iowa State. But all, all, three of, all three of my plays were, were from the Nuggets-Celtics game later today. And then I do um, like the C's. So I had – yeah, I didn't want to pick one straight up because, um, I don't know. I wasn't. I always hate just picking. I always feel like it's kind of lame, or not lame, but you know, like I feel like we're always going to pick the C's. We're not going to really yeah. bet against them very often. True. So I had, I believe, the unders at twenty uh, two twenty one and a half. So I had the under for that one. I like that. Um, I had Jokic over twelve point five boards. It just like feels like something he's gonna be able to do. Yeah. And then I had 
Um, Celtics first to twenty, so they're gonna be the first team to twenty-five to twenty-five points or twenty points. Excuse me. Yeah, I like those. Jokic's been getting up on our rebounds. Um, Yeah, I like C's to win first to twenty. I mean, I guess we're not typically the best first half team, but. They are rolling right now. We we we're, have, we're a very but, strong first quarter team. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, we're we typically kind of slack a little bit in the second quarter, but I'm pretty sure, like, we have the best starting line in basketball. So like, that's my thinking is like the first to twenty is like far enough in that we can that we can uh be the better our, our starting line. Yeah. So yeah. like typically, I feel like that's a stat that's tracked for us. Um. Yeah, the only person on the injury report today is Aaron Neesmith, so that's good. We're going yeah. with pretty much a, a full squad. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of us trying to stop Jokic again. I think the other guys are going to have to beat us. I think uh, it seemed like last time we put a pretty good game plan for him. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I think that this is a good opportunity for us to uh, to continue to hopefully at least maintain our spot in the standings and give ourselves a favorable matchup in the first round. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um, Ime gets to 50 wins in his first season. I know it's going to be tough, but he's got a chance. I think we got to go like seven. And yeah, four. he's got eight into the next 11. Yeah, something like that. I think we're 42 right now. Aren't we at 42. Mm, I just had it pulled up. I think the over-under is 48 and no, a half for this team, too. Four th- 43 and 20. Was it really? No, no, I'm saying we're f- at 43 wins. Oh, 43. Yeah, we're 43. Okay. So, yeah, you need seven. You need to be seven and four. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the over under is set at 48 and a half, too. So, if we can at least get six, that'd be pretty good for a first season under MA. And it's, cra- it's crazy, just like the tail of two halves. Like, if we split the season in like 41 and 41 games, I'm sure the numbers will be like staggering. It's like, it's like five, 500 or a little under, and then like 30 and 10. And that's what yeah, I remember. We like we had the conversation in December, like everything looked lost, and we're like, This is a brutal string of games, and we're struggling. We're like a couple of games under 500, we're gonna have to go on like a crazy run to like get ourselves back and like add the play in. And we just did that. We are. Um, yeah. credit, credit to this team for like continuing to build, continue to improve. Um, next weekend or next week, I think we should probably start. We'll do rookie teams next week. We can start. Okay. Drafting those, I figure rookie teams will be the easiest. We'll do rookie teams. Following, we maybe we'll do all defensive, all NBA, depending on how many weeks go. But we can start making some of those predictions. So, sweet, sounds but good. But I think that's all. I, that's all I had. Did you have anything else, Nolan? Nope, that's it. Go seize. Okay. See you guys next week. All right. See you, buddy. Good stuff. Peace. <laughs>